0: Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. Okay, as I mentioned then, we're going to start off on a terrible, terrible, terrible note with the tragedy that's in South African boxing. Terrible story about the death of Mufusi Makai. Uh, We are joined on the line by the online website founder or the founder of Inkspot.co.za, Monobisi Jim Longo. Uh, Good evening, uh, uh, Monobisi. Thanks for speaking to us on SAFM tonight um, under the circumstances.
1: Uh, Thank you very much, Tabiso, and good evening to the listeners as well.
0: Thanks. I mean, we saw that you 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 broke the story earlier this week. Um, wh- when exactly did you get wind of it of what had happened here to Busumathee?
1: Well, I was uh, woken up by a call from one of my boxing sources early on uh, on Monday morning, uh, informing or telling me about uh, the, the very sad, very very sad news of Busumathee's uh, death and after that i made a few calls uh, to to verify whatever information i got and uh, it was indeed uh, verified that uh, busi had passed away and after he was uh, shot by somebody was allegedly by someone who is known in local boxing circles
0: so so just take us through what exactly happened here the events of 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 what exactly happened where were they do you have any time of death
1: Uh, According to a police report, it's uh, 3.45 a.m., if I'm not mistaken, yes. Uh. According to the police spokesperson, Brigadier Tendigo Kinana, that's what he he, he, he said, that uh, they received a call and uh, they were called to a a scene where when the police arrived, they found uh, a car and then after checking the car, they saw a body of a 35-year-old male.
0: Oh, so so he died on the scene; he wasn't even taken yeah, to
1: hospital, uh, according to the information from the cops. Mm.
0: And and it seems like a senseless killing then, because I know you you did a follow up after this and came and came with another story about what could have happened here.
1: There's quite a number of allegations that have been bandied about regarding to the circumstances that led to the said event. And the, one of the allegations is that uh, Bussi was uh, protecting some female acquaintances that uh, she, he was with in, in his car. Apparently, they, they also came from the same neighborhood uh, where he came from.
0: And... Um... Obviously, you, there is a suspect, um, an alleged killer that some people think they know who it is. How much do we know about the suspect, or what do you know about the alleged killer of Mfusi Makai?
1: Well, according to to the information that uh, we we have, uh, as I said earlier, is that it's it's somebody who is uh, known in the, in local boxing settles. When I say local boxing settles, I mean East London boxing settles, because. Um, is a a bsa licensee
0: oh okay so is he on the run
1: well um
0: or has he been arrested
1: the last time i heard he wasn't arrested but it might the circumstances might have changed now
0: but but was he on the run at any stage after this killing
1: yes according to the information that we got that he, he fled the scene so if if you interpret fleeing the scene, that means you are on the
0: run. Mm. Sure, we are not really sad news. If you're just joining us, we're speaking to the founder and. Uh editor of our online website Inkspot.co.za Monabisi Jim Long just to find out more about the senseless killing it seems like of uh, active boxer Mfusi um, Makai who was shot and killed in East London earlier this week and and for those maybe who are not aware of Mfusi Makai uh, Munabisi, what can you tell us about him?
1: If you remember very well you would recall that uh, Mfusi was um, he was trained in, in, in Ndangane at one stage by Boipo Mpulambula. If you oh. talk about Boipo Mpulambula, we are talking about a veteran trainer who has produced the provincial, South African and world uh, champions. He was training at the time at Anatole Gym in Ndangane. And uh, most of the boxers, if not all the boxers at Anatole Gym at the time, they were promoted by Mamali. Productions which was owned by Mr. Skarto, and he, he was a promoter at the time, and Umphozu was also fighting there. And he, at one stage, he he challenged for the South African title, and um, but he failed because he he lost to Mwana Mashango. That was before Mwana Mashango lost the title and then retained it again. So we 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 are talking here about somebody who 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 was who had the skill and somebody who, who was who was still looking forward in fact he was still at, at, at 35 mm. he was still looking forward to to challenging for the sa title and one of the things that he was also looking forward to was opening up a gym in inita township where he came from
0: oh, i see and and then uh, talking about that then was he back in East London, or was he just visiting? Because I know him to be based um, up here in Joburg, where he also works as a personal trainer.
1: Yes, yes, yes. You are, you are quite correct. He's a personal trainer. There. He was a personal trainer, in fact, there in Joburg. He was just visiting um, his family in uh, in East London, in the, in the Buffalo City Metro, at the time. And I have been told that uh, the day on the day of his death, he was supposed. Uh, to have
0: returned, or he was going to return to Johannesburg. Well, on that not Monday? Yes, on Monday. Sure. Well, it's come as a shock. I mean, how has the reaction been from the boxing community? What sense do you get? I would think that people are angry at what has happened here.
1: You, you know, I've, I've been since we broke the story, <laughs> that we've filled quite a, a big number of calls and people were, were, were asking questions and asking about the identity of the alleged killer, you know, until, until midnight on Saturday. I mean, on, on, on Monday, I was fielding calls. And uh, what I can tell you is that uh, people are angry, people are shocked. People are angry because you, you would recall that uh, last year there was uh, a, a shooting. Well, a former South African champion Dr. Mayende, was shot dead at his home, and people were shocked. And when you look at the number of boxers that the Eastern Cape has lost in 2022, it's, um, you, remember, you would recall that uh, a, a former IBO champion, uh, um, Mahali, Zolani Mahali, mm-hmm. was shot dead in, in Dauber. Then there was uh, a hit-and-run incident. Sintiwapamana is a former SA champion. Then there was a former world champion, who, uh, Migizam again, he passed away as well. So there's, there's also a hit-and-run uh, incident, which involved a former world champion in Lundi you recall mm, when Lundi started Just recently. Uh, yeah, it's recent, because uh, when he passed away, in fact, before he passed away, he, he was knocked over by a car. And the identity of the alleged uh, driver, again, is well-known mm. where he came from. So if you look at all these incidents, you, you can see that uh, really in Islander or Eastern Cape Boxing has, has been under a dark cloud.
0: And, and why do you think, that, that is, why do you think we are losing our boxes um, like like this? I mean, stabbings, hit-and-runs, and even shootings. Well, it, 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 it might be a combination of factors. Uh,
1: one of the factors would be bad luck. And um, another factor would be all-night jawling you, you get my point, eh? <laughs> mm,
0: mm, <laughs> it, discipline it issues. That
1: you, you know, sometimes we... When you look at these guys that passed away, some of them were still young. Mm. And you you know how young people behave, how young people uh, conducted themselves. And especially now, during the festive season, they go out, whether they drink or not, they they go out with friends and all. Mm.
0: Yeah, no, really sad. I mean, we're not saying that's what happened in this specific case, but we have be with that. No, no, no. I'm yes, not, not saying yes, that. We're we just generally, talking general, general yes. speaking. Yes. yes. And, and have you been able to speak to the police? Are they doing anything then about this matter? It's, it's a matter case, obviously, of there, Makai. There, there,
1: there's a, 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 a case that has been opened, and there's, a, there's an investigation. And um, the, the alleged killer might be apprehended
0: time mm. from now if he hasn't been if he hasn't been apprehended as we are speaking okay before before we let you go, we're going to speak to the family also, uh, Munabisi, Jim Longo. But I also saw that you also did another story. There's a uh, just before we went for the break last day, we covered the story of that uh, tournament that did not happen by J for Joy Boxing Promotions. They were supposed to bring Floyd Mayweather here. Yeah, he didn't come, and then they were supposed to hold the tournament on a, on a on a on a Tuesday. They postponed it to Thursday. Thursday eventually didn't happen. It was eventually called off. But you did another story now that uh, there are still outstanding monies owed to officials.
1: Yes, yes, yes. You you will you recall, tell this to the listeners that uh, when that tournament was called off uh, at the eleventh hour, there were a lot of uh, issues that were not ironed out. One of the issues was that uh, the you, you recall that uh, Ronald Malindi, the South African bantamweight champion, was going to fight against uh, Jorge Jorge uh, Luis Orozco Mendoza from Mexico. They were going to fight for the WBF bantamweight title, and. Uh, As you know that when you are going to fight for the WBF, IBF, WBO, uh, IDE, I mean, whatever wealth body, there's something called the sanctioning fees. And those sanctioning fees must be paid before. And in this case, uh, the WBF sanctioning fees were not paid on time. And on that day, they were not paid but they have since been paid according to the president of uh, the WDFO, Mr. Howard Goldbeck. And the only thing that is pending at this moment is that the officials that were supposed to officiate in that bout have not been paid. And the the information that I got from Mr. Goldbeck is that uh, J4Joy have uh, told them or informed them that uh, or promised them that the money is going to be paid on the 15th or a day after the 15th. So we're just waiting for Monday next week to see, uh, is it Monday next week? No, 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 on the 15th, yeah, whether they will pay the money or not. But at this moment, it's, it, 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 it's so very so. Mm. Why I'm, I'm saying this, because uh, I spoke to, to the officials, and uh, all of them, they wanted to remain anonymous, and what disturbed me the most is that when they, when they traveled from East London to Devon, they flew. Huh? But when they came back from Devon, they used a bus. Oh. And it's, it's unheard of in this day and age that somebody like Azinda Fuzil is an international fighter. He was put on a bus? He, 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 yes, they were put in the bus. The, the officials... The, I, I commend the officials. The officials were Sia Babazabui, uh, Lulamamja, Spiwombini, and the IBO official as well, uh, Mr. Andy Lematiga, uh, Chief Jagany, the trainer of Azinda Fuzil, as well as Azinda Fuzil
0: yeah so so in a situation like this i'm not i don't know if you are you would be aware but how does it work when a promoter has a tournament shouldn't should they not be putting um purse monies into boxing south africa's coffers and then boxing south africa has that money there's a guarantee that everybody will be paid because when we spoke to the acting ceo mr eric sitola here told us that the money had been paid by j for joy that's why they allowed them to go ahead with the tournament on thursday is it the same for the officials or does that only apply to boxers
1: you, you know, in an ideal world, what you're talking about should have, should have happened. But to be honest with you and the listeners, there is uh, something wrong with the manner in which boxing in South Africa is run. Why do I say so? Because for starters, it, it's so strange to me that uh, boxers' passes were paid into PSA coffers. The boxers' passes. That is the South African boxers' passes. Yes, were paid into BSA account, and the boxers were paid before Christmas. The South African boxers, and uh, we, I'm, I'm still trying to ascertain whether the overseas boxers finally got their passes because they were promised their passes. Even the guy from BSA, Mr. Eric Vitola, the last time I spoke to him, he wasn't sure, and um, unfortunately. The, the powers that be at J4Joy Boxing Promotions have been hiding since that uh, disastrous day in Debe.
0: Sounds like Box book in South Africa is also hiding. I mean, they did say that there will be an investigation, but should there not be a suspension at least until that investigation is finalized? Should they not be taking action here because there have been a lot of blunders and embarrassments here?
1: Uh, what should have happened to because that, was, um, the, that, that big blunder happened on a the Thursday. They should have convened a meeting, even there in Debel. Because the reason why I'm saying this is because uh, the, the acting CEO was there, the COO was there as well. And um, I'm pretty sure that some of the board members as well were there. Yes, they were there, some of the BSA board members. They should have uh, at least had called those guys to a meeting. I know that they called them to a meeting on that night. And that meeting was to address the issue of cases and the issue of the fees of the officials. But unfortunately for the officials, they are still waiting for their fees. And also, when you look at this thing as well, you find that PSA hasn't moved from point A to point B in terms of uh, making sure that these guys are brought to book for whatever they, they did to South African boxing. Because for me, from where I'm standing, they, they, they brought boxing into disrepute.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. Okay, let's leave it here, uh, Monobise Chimlongo, but thanks for the update here. Uh, we're still focusing on this tragic killing of Mfusuma Kaye, and uh, thank you for just giving us some insight into the story, as terrible as it is. Shep, shep. Thank you. That's the f- founder and editor of online website, www.ingsport.co.za, Monobise Chimlongo. Check them out online. They, he does not only cover boxing, but also other sports, but is always first with the news uh, when it comes to uh, boxing here. And we've actually received a statement from the police. They're not able to speak to us at the moment but basically the statement from what I can see here that was sent to the producer Katleho is basically what um, Monobisi Chimilonga has said. It's alleged that members of SAPs attended to a shooting at NU1 in Mdanzane at 3.45 and on their arrival at the crime scene they saw a silver Ford Fiesta stationed along the road and they further noticed the body of a 35-year-old adult male lying next to the vehicle with an alleged bullet wound to his upper body and a case of murder has been opened for investigation no arrests have been made at this stage the investigation continues this is Bri- Brigadier Kinana who is not able to speak to us at the moment but uh, has been able at least to just give us an update so thanks for that Brigadier Tim Kinana. Now, we're going to speak to the family now of um Mfusi Makai and I, I mean I mentioned that I, I know him from being a personal trainer here in Jobek and I've actually worked with him um, a few times he was at, at one of the gyms here in, in Jobek Mfusi Makai so it's somebody that I came across as, and I know uh, and I, I, I do not know, uh, but we have his aunt on the line, Faith, just to find out how the family is doing. Um, Faith, and Faith, good evening, and thank you for being able to speak to us on SAFM uh, during this difficult time.
2: Good evening, very
3: Pleasure.
0: Thank you. Firstly, please accept our condolences. How is the family holding up at this time?
3: Yeah, the family is still devastated of what had happened. You know, they are trying to cope a bit, but it's difficult, especially for his mother as
0: well as the siblings. Mm. And and us, we know him as a boxer and as a trainer, but who does Mfusi leave behind at home? His mother,
3: mm. his brother, his dad, yeah.
0: And and we heard that he was, was he back home for the holidays? Was he planning to go back to Johannesburg? Yes.
3: yes, he was back home from Johannesburg. You see. Yeah, since the first season, he decided to go back home and check his mum as well as his, his siblings.
0: Yeah. And, and, and as a family, how did you find out about about this shooting, about this incident?
3: The policeman came here, yes, no, it was on Monday, the second, to announce the news that he passed off.
0: Were they able to tell you what they know or were you able to find out how much do you know about what what, what happened?
3: yes we've managed to find out what had happened uh it happened like this i think it was yeah it was monday um i'm not sure about the time maybe 10 or 12 o'clock whatever but they came here at one o'clock now what had happened is that they were just rolling partying with girls since the festive season you know that vibe. Right? so they were at the friends home with the girls so i didn't know exactly what had happened but she was with two girls that are from the nearby location here so what had happened is that his friend decided to just yes one of the girls who was with him but he said that no i can't because i've fetched those children from home so i have to take them back i don't want to be in any argument because i've just asked for permission from their parents to go with them so the fight started there and he was he didn't want them to go there. So this friend of his say that no 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 just give me one. I will do with her. But Yana he said that no, I won't do that. Because I will be in a just a trouble with the parents. So the friend started to shoot at him. The first bullet. In the car the second bullet, the third bullet. Then the other bullets were being shot at him. Then he just lay down. It's, it's one girl was there witness to this. This is this is her who told us all this story, what had happened. So the policeman came. I don't know who found the policeman there at the scene, but they came there and just see what had happened. Then they came back home and, tell, tell the, and told the family about what had happened. So we are still struggling because when we are looking at this, eh, maybe there's a foul play because there are some men, <clears> there's <throat> a confusion. There are some men here, say, we don't know which is which. But the policeman said that they found him lying dead. Then they take it upon there, and the statement was opened. So we're still waiting for the investigation
0: of the policeman. Sure. So are you saying he was shot multiple times, or he was shot at a few times, yes, not just multiple once? multiple
3: times. Because I've looked at the car. At the car, there are three bullet holes. there except the one that has been shot to him.
0: Mm. And, and then you keep mentioning the friend, auntie. Is it, is it somebody that you know as a family?
3: Yes. This
0: is somebody he knows very well and also the family knows him.
3: He used to be with him during the holidays when he's from Sobek. It's not a stranger to
0: so, him. So I'm sure this must even come as, as, as more of a shock to you than that he, he would have been murdered by somebody who he was friends with and somebody that he knew.
3: Yes, we were extremely disappointed. Very, 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 very disappointed. Because we know that guy is a family. And, and we don't know what yeah. really happened.
0: Yeah. And we believe the alleged killer has run away. Um how do you feel about that? Or is that also what you know that he's on the run?
3: Yes, he's on the run, but we're really shocked. We don't know <laughs> what was the reason for him to do that. Why didn't you talk to him? If that's the case, we don't know. We don't know really. We are frustrated.
0: And have you received any update from the police since since this shooting happened on Monday about their investigation and their search for his alleged killer? Not yet. Have you been since since then? They were friends. Have you been able to speak to the family of of the suspect?
3: No, nobody came. And they
0: have not reached out to you also. Mm. Oh, no this must be a tough time for the family and and yeah. faith and and are you are you receiving any support then F- even from the boxing no. community or from people close to Mfusi or just for any from anybody in the community
3: no, it's only the family and the neighbors hmm.
0: you feel like no you're on your own know
3: what so we are still threatened because we don't know what are we going to do we have to make ends meet but we don't know how because it was not being paid he was paid when he, he was having a fight only so we don't know what are we going to do we're still struggling and we're still waiting for the family members who came i mean to come here and discuss what is going to happen but yet we don't know what are we going to do
0: yeah no surely you should you, you could be you should be uh, able to get some support especially because of what is done for the sport i mean he's been an active boxer for years in fusimakai a lot of people know him and they know what he's done for boxing in the country
3: Yes, we are still waiting for them. If they can come, we're going to welcome them. But we're still waiting with mm. the hope that they will come. Because everybody has heard the news on radio, on TV, they know about this.
0: Um, people are asking if you have time to make funeral arrangements.
3: Not yet. As i said that, we are struggling, not mm. knowing what to do, what to pick up, pick up, what to do. We are still just saying, just mourning, grieving and all that.
0: And and like I said, us, we know him as a boxer, obviously, but to the family, he was more than just a boxer. How do you choose uh, to remember Mfus? Or how hey, would you like was, him to be remembered?
3: Oh, he was an, in fact, he was a celeb because he was known everywhere. Even mm. if he's going to have a fight at Korean theater, everybody here in Elita Township, they went there to support him. Mm. And even if he's around during December, oh, many people come to the house, greeting and all that stuff.
0: You know? mm. yeah. and, and were you proud of him being a boxer?
3: Very, very, because this is the career that he has chosen himself and we supported him. We used to also support during the fight if he's staying in East London. Mm. So he liked it very much.
0: And oh, was is boxing part of the family or was he the only one boxing in the family?
3: No, it's only him. Nobody in the family have heard about was a boxer before. Mm. So he just loved it and he supported him.
0: Okay, no, and Faith, thanks for speaking to us. We're going to try and get the word out there, see if any people that can assist and get in touch with the family. Okay, okay. (laughs) Thank you Aunt Faith, Aunt Faith Mjolo and of Mfusi Makai there and I do know in one of the WhatsApp groups that I am part of actually that some members of the boxing community have come together, they are putting something together uh, for the family of uh, Mfusi Makai. I've seen uh, some of the uh, contributions that have been made there by the likes of uh, Dr. Loiso Omkia, uh, Mr. Manjisane uh, Machila, and uh, all, the, all, all those guys in that group I know that they've been trying their best to contribute and even set up an account number so that we can assist uh, the family of um, the low, late um fusil makai and actually here's that account number it's a capitec account number one one six eight thousand one zero four one one six eight thousand one zero four it's a capitec- Number there, and uh, that's what they are using for um, for Kai. But uh, we'll see if we can get more support for the family. If we are, if we are able to, obviously we're just using our platform here. Um, I don't think obviously we're not obligated, and we're not saying anybody's obligated to assist. But because we do have a platform, and we can get the message out there to many people, those who are able to assist, there there is an opportunity to assist the family. As you've heard, they've not even been able to make funeral arrangements for their son um, for Simakai, who we know him as a boxer, a very good boxer. A very good boxer and um, he was He also worked as a as, 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 um, as a personal trainer And what was said is that he was still active I mean I remember his I think his second last fight is the one that I saw Against Aziz Aziz Kunet, That boxer that had just come out of prison um, He lost to Aziz I know he had another fight after that But I didn't see that one But he was still active on Fusimakai And may his soul rest in peace We've also got Um his promoter was mentioned actually um, earlier on by Monobisi Jim Longo. And Tatus Pato Andy joins us on at the line. Mr. Andy, good evening and thanks for taking our call on SAFM and condolences about the passing of Mfusi Makai.
2: Good, good evening, sir. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a very, very sad story. It's a very, very sad situation that we are facing not only as then uh, his promoters and management, uh, but also as, as, as boxing fraternity in the entire country it's a, it's a sad situation at all um let me express and convey our deepest sympathies and condolences heartfelt to the family of Mfusi Makai here at Inlita Township in the Buffalo City Metro um, I convey my heartfelt condolences and deepest sympathies to 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 the family I, I also do the same to boxing fraternity in the Buffalo City Metro, in the Eastern Cape and in the entire South Africa. It's uh, something that was unexpected. Uh, it's a shock and deep on my side, uh, primarily because I happened to, to see him on the Christmas Eve on the 24th of December. We had a brief conversation about what he's up to, what is he doing in Johannesburg, how is life. Uh, and so on. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's one of those sad things that, that was unexpected at all.
0: And and what sense did you get of how he was doing and what he, what he was up to and what he still wanted to do um, during that chat that you had?
2: Well, we had a brief conversation, as I was saying, uh, because he was inside his car, he saw me, he drove to me and then uh, pulled down his window and we spoke uh, that he, he is a personal trainer now in one of the gymnasium in Johannesburg, he has not given up on boxing. You know, even though he may have lost his last fight, he hasn't given up. He he thinks, he still thinks that he has what it takes to, to hold another SA title. Uh, we, we had those kind of conversations together. And then I said to him, look, um, you must do what you think you can do, you know, and, uh, if you, you don't do boxing for a living you must do boxing because you love it. Because once you begin to love it and be passionate about it, you will begin to respect it and begin to change to, to the best of your ability rather than doing it for a living. Because when you're doing it for a living, you're just doing something that you don't want, you don't do something that you don't love, but you feel that you don't have any other option to make a living but to do boxing. So we were. I was happy that he, was, he had a source of income to put bread on the table however he would love to to be a boxer again to come back and hold one of the SA titles then that those are, that is the kind of conversation we had and i did encourage him to to do all that because i know him i promoted him myself when he was still young he won the uh, the eastern cape provincial title under me he was one of my best boxers in particular the south Pole, you know uh, he had no. I mean, he was a well-beater so far as his environment was concerned. Everybody was beginning to talk about him. Let alone that he may have lost against um, this guy Mashangu. I, I forgot mm. the first name. Mm. You
0: know,
2: yeah, I forgot the first name. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a shocking. It's a shocking news that we all received. You know, we were shocked about.
0: Yeah. And, and and just uh, what what exactly did you see in him, uh, Mr. Andy, that you decided to look after his affairs and what made him a, a good boxer, a respected boxer like he was?
2: Look, um, he, he was young in age. I, I, I loved those young boys at the time. Remember, I started with Nkosnati Joyu
0: mm, at, the
2: World at the age of 10. I started with Noni Tang at the same age. So mine was with developed young talent. So I saw a young talent in this boy. Because when I saw him, I think he lost a fight somewhere in the sports center. But I saw a talent beyond that. And then I went to him to say, would you love to be as Mamali Mama Productions to be your kind of promoter? You'll stay in your team, wherever you are training. You'll stay with your manager. But we are going to promote you because we are seeing something in you. Then we that's how we, we, we got together. And then I think when, when he took me to his manager and then we spoke about this thing, then his manager said, no, he must move to another toilet boxing gym. That's where Nadi Joy and them were training, you know. Mm. And then that's how we, we, we started this whole thing. He ended up moving to, to, to the gym, to my gym, and trained with Nadi Joy and trained with all those guys who became world champions, more than 20 of them, you know. And uh, yeah. That is how we started this whole thing. I saw talent, I saw potential in him, and then we, we began our conversation. Then he took me right to his manager. Then his manager said, look, I'm prepared to let him go if he's coming to boxing chain.
0: Mm. And and there's a concern that too, Andy, that we are losing many of our young boxers or of our boxers to these senseless killings. There have been stabbings, there's been sh- they've been shootings, even hit and runs that people can't explain. I mean, it must be a concern. Is that a concern for you? And and, and why do you think this is happening?
2: Well, look, um, it's, it's a serious concern. It's a serious concern. In fact, boxing has become a, a, a serious concern now. In the entirety of the country, not only through these kind of unfortunate incidents, but also boxing itself is beginning to die a natural death. I'm not saying this because I'm out of boxing now. I'm saying it because it's a reality. You know that you find my, the majority of boxers here in our province, which, uh, in particular, the Buffalo City Metro, which was once regarded as the mecca of boxing. You know finding these guys are roaming around the streets they've got nothing to do there are no promoters who are interested in development every promoter would love to take a big fight that will make money you know that that will generate some kind of income none of of, of us as uh, i'm saying us as well because really um buffalo city metro the boxing is one of the sports uh, that that are, are, are prominent None of us really are taking development seriously to take these boys out of whatever and begin to, to 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 take up their talent. You know you can count a few of them who came from the amateur ranks and uh, and 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 became something for instance, if you take Si on for we mm-hmm. noticed him when he was young and then somebody looked after him we I, I wonder those kind of things so one of the problems that are there that are causing this kind of um carnage Mm. if if i may use that word you know this barbaric human carnage that is taking place here you know is, is is that there is there is there are no development kind of a program that are aimed at ensuring that these boxers attend from amateur to professional they are well looked after in terms of giving them fights every time because living here in buffalo city you know that the boxer will fight today and will fight in the next six months in between those periods the boxer is is getting into this kind of unwelcome stuff he's drinking uh, alcohol he's doing this kind of thing He's he's found in places that he was not as supposed to have been found in if, for instance, the boxer was so busy getting fights every two months, getting fights every quarter, for instance, you know? So I am saying one of the causes is that, you know, inactivity in the boxing, uh, in the boxing ring. Two, that uh, really, it, it also talks to inactivity. Because there was once a program that mm-hmm. was sponsored and supported by the Eastern Cape uh, government where for instance every boxer in each division there was an amount of money that was put aside for provincial title you know you would know that these boys were competing as four-rounders and as six-rounders all of them would then want to fight for the provincial title because the provincial title will take them to the SA titles and so on so there was a lot in so far as that is concerned but i was happy to see that last year there was that kind of an attempt in 2022 to revive the provincial titles to revive the development. I think Mr. Makubalo is beginning to do something about it. He has seen what is happening with our boxers. So inactivity in the ring of boxing is is one of the causes for these boys to get into these senseless killings. You know, because pe- they interact with wrong people, they are found in wrong places. You know, so of course, some of these things will just be mere accidents. You know, but. what, What you find is that the accident happened at the place where the boxer was not supposed to be.
0: Okay. No, I hear you there, Handy. Let's leave it there. Maybe we must catch up later on in the year and just pick your brain about some other matters affecting boxing in the country and back in the province uh, where you are right now. But our condolences, uh, thanks for being able to speak to us here about uh, the sad passing and the sad killing of Makai. And just finally, there's been a lot of talk about his alleged killer, that it's somebody that's involved in boxing. I mean, for, for someone like you who's also been involved in, in, in boxing, does that even shock you or hurt you even more, that it could be somebody who's also involved? involved in the sport.
2: It was shocking. It's a shocking news that the person is his friend, that the person is also involved in boxing. You don't know as to what is it that could not have been spoken about by the two guys sit down and speak about whatever thing instead of, of going, of choosing this kind of a route. That will, one, cost the life of another, two, cost the time of another, because that person must spend his time in jail. You know, boxing has lost two individuals, if that were to be the case. Mm. Boxing has lost two people. Mm. The role that they could have played, they are different roles.
0: Yeah, okay. Now, let's hope the police do and finalize their job there. But thanks, to Andy for speaking to us tonight on SAFM.
2: Thank you so much, sir.
0: Thank you so much. Thank uh, you. Thank you. Uh, that is Pato Andi there, former boxing promoter, of course, just remembering Momfusi um, Makai. Okay, we're going to take a break. As we, as I said, uh, the police did send us a, an, an, a, a message to say that the investigation is still underway, so it doesn't seem like the suspect has been arrested and uh, at, at the moment, but we will follow up maybe in the next edition of our Boxing Wednesdays. Let's take a quick break, and we go over to the U.S. to talk about the upcoming fight this weekend. Tech Davis returns to action. I'm